0: Back and better than ever for episode number two of Ripping It. Just getting the swing of things now. George Savarikis, Harold Varner III, H, a week off. And then you're uh, back at it, playing this week's Valero Texas Open. How was the week off?
1: Yeah, it was good. It was super busy. Um, <clears throat> obviously, I played in the pro member um, Seminole, which is also a treat every time you play. And pretty cool. I got to play with a great friend that I met in the first time I played in who is also my neighbor so it's uh it was really Really? good I didn't I didn't play very well um he actually made three birdies four birdies maybe and I didn't I made one but he was two feet away for his so he carried me with a with a tennis elbow so I think I was about golfed out but it was a great time um had my high school event which was uh pretty bummed for it to get rained out which you know that honestly just sucked so but it was a great time. I uh, hope the, I just hope the kids obviously had as much fun as I did, just watching, being a part of something that's like not about me. You know, it's cool. I get to put my name on it, and the people around me get to run it and do a great job. But you know, the memories these kids are going to have from this tournament, I think, it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. Shout out to
0: uh, what, Preston Lyon. I know he's wearing a lot of hats, helping with that. the The event that you had was
1: it a charity event, a competitive high
0: school event? Tell me more about what it was.
1: So, usually it's a high school event, um, but with COVID, I think the COVID restrictions, they can only have like three or four high school events or something like that. So, we had to make it an individual tournament, which we ended up having 150-something kids, I think, and we had to have two courses. At first, we had one course. It filled up in one course, 75 kids, but it filled up in, I think, three minutes. So, we were lucky enough to have Kramer Mountain and Gas and Country Club host it and then um, great great people at PNC who came through clutch as a presenting sponsor so it was uh, super cool um, it's weird I, I don't get to see as much golf as I would like I'm always talking to people I, you know i see around town it's like mine I'd literally get caught up on what's going on
0: why is it so important for you with your weeks off and I know you're a busy guy you, you have your foundation This event, it it seems like you're always immersing yourself in different initiatives that either help try and grow the game or reach out to people who may not have guidance as they're starting their journeys as youth golfers or juniors. Yeah,
1: so the biggest thing for me is trying to do things that I feel like made a big difference in my life. Um, Golf, obviously, made a huge difference. Competing. Competing helped me get to the PGA Tour, but competing also, I met some unbelievable people along the way that have, uh, I guess, molded me in the direction of wanting to get back, and that's what it's all about. You know, They may not remember whatever tournament I win, but they'll remember like, hey, I got to play in Harold's Tournament, I met this kid in that tournament, it was so much fun. So 20, 30 years down the road, that's a, they'll never forget that.
0: Let's take a look back at the Florida Swing. You play three events, make three cuts, two basically top twenty finishes. Uh, when you look back at
1: those three events, how would you assess your body of work? I feel like I just played very uh, solid. Um, you know, obviously, wish I would have played a little bit better at the Players. That's you know, that's our crown jewel, I guess, if you'd say. Um, so it was a, it was just tough i mean i can remember i guess sunday sunday and saturday sunday at bay hill saturday at honda were just two very tough days of just golf um so so the biggest thing for me was just uh just putting together some good work you know i feel like i've been playing well i feel like i'm always playing well which can be good or bad sometimes uh so it was good it was good i'm just excited to just get the ball rolling going in the right direction Um, get some consistency you know that's what we're really looking for and then get ready for you know a lot of golf coming up
0: so i was basically on the couch most of the weekend watching uh billy horschel win wgc dell technologies match play and then joel damon getting his first pga tour victory in putacana match play as a pga tour event uh, you haven't experienced it yet, but what do you what do you think of that format? And is it something historically that, that you've enjoyed playing match play?
1: Uh, I like playing match play. Um, I think it's the greatest format. I know a lot of people don't like it, but I just like if you lose the hole, it doesn't really matter. It's like, I right, go win the next one. Um, I miss the old format, though. I, I don't know if I like the, I guess, the round-robin thing to figure out who gets to go. I, I love just showing up and if you play well and someone plays better, you're gone. You know, I like that winter go home thing. That's why I think the uh, insulated tournament is such a great, you know, great thing is you don't get a second chance.
0: Yeah. I know why they implemented that. Oh,
1: yeah. Um, great. It's a I, great – I get what they're saying, especially if I was putting up, you know, I guess a hundred and some odd million dollars, I'd want the best players to be there as long as possible. But at the same time, let's keep it true to what – you know match play is match play is winner go home so I worked in uh, Tucson,
0: Arizona, as a sports anchor where match play used to be there, so covered it two thousand and ten through thirteen um, and then have been at golf channel since that Wednesday used to be one of the most exciting Wednesdays on the PGA tour. But the thing to also balance you want to be true to match play, but it's an entertainment product, and you're there yeah. to entertain fans and by Saturday, Sunday if a big name didn't happen to make it to the weekend, it was just slow and it completely loses all steam and excitement. It's the inverse of any PGA Tour event where the most exciting day is the first day and then you like whimper at the championship when it comes to a close. So I know they were trying to kind of strike a balance, but pool play doesn't really have that excitement early in the week. And then it's so volatile on who makes it through to the weekend but i'd say overall it's been a slight positive change uh but yeah i think th- if that wednesday sponsor, used to be badass
1: yeah i mean and that how's opening day like basketball it's unbelievable but like when george mason yeah. makes it to the championship you're like you know i'm, I'm an underdog guy so I, I like that so it's just what your what your taste are and you know it is what it is i just want to play in it uh what do you think of uh Joel Damon getting his first win, and then Billy
0: Ho, who's I mean, he's been phenomenal in uh, match play in his career. He says he wants to make a push for the Ryder Cup, but first we'll start with uh, Joel's win.
1: Uh yeah, I've played there once. Um, I don't know, I don't remember how I played, but I remember going. <laughs> um, but Joel's, you know, great guy. He, uh, just I've played with him a few times. It's just it's good to see guys like that win. You know, that work hard, and I feel like are. Been, he's been playing well for the past year, and you know, hasn't played well the last couple of weeks. But that's just how golf is, you know. And you know, if anything, that should inspire the guys that aren't playing very well to just be like, "Hey, my time's coming." Which is hard to see when you miss, you know, six, seven cuts. You know, it's hard.
0: For sure. I mean, that's got to be one of the hardest things with life on the PGA Tour is to think that you're making incremental, positive steps forward, even if you have a string of missed cuts to know that. Week can really define a season or for some guys change their career is there anything better than a little backyard barbecue with friends maybe a beverage or two imagine that scene except twice as fun because chippo has been worked into the equation one of my favorite games to play not just golf games but backyard games imagine cornhole style six ball scoring you can play two on two the perfect Foursome showdown for backyard bragging rights. If you want to purchase your first Chippo today, fun for all ages, go to ChippoGolf.com. Use the promo code Ripping It for 15% off your first order. Pretty big uh, announcement in your life that your family of two is going to be growing to a uh, family of, of three this fall. Not only are you balancing your foundation and all the stuff you're doing off the course, uh, but, I mean, with, with your wife, Amanda, now you're getting getting ready to be a dad.
1: Yeah, well, uh, it's gonna be freaking awesome. I don't know. I feel like I'm still a kid. Uh, I don't sleep as it is, so I'll be fine. I uh, just want you know, obviously, hoping for healthy, a healthy baby. Looking forward to seeing what it is. We'll see if uh, the audience actually finds out what it is because it got a pretty cool idea. We'll see how it goes. And the due date is October 6th. Six or seven. I don't know.
0: I'll be ready. Was this a strategic uh, timing as where it would fall on the PGA Tour schedule or just uh, (laughs) a a miracle that happened when it did?
1: Uh, It's a miracle, baby, for sure, (laughs) just in general. Um, But, you know, when you play at fire long enough, you know, shit happens. Um, I haven't really looked at the schedule. The schedule will be the schedule, and I will take care of Amanda and try to just make it as easy on her as possible. I'm just glad I'm not having the baby. So I'm glad she's not listening to that. Um, <laughs> so just, uh, yeah, super excited. Pretty crazy. You know, just found out in pebble. We're just sitting there and she was sick to her stomach. I'm like, Oh, you might be hungover or something. And then she wasn't drinking. And then you're just like, Whoa. whoa. Oh, so yeah. it was uh, a plot twist. Yeah, exactly. Hey, have a great summer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, we're looking forward to it. Um, I know she's nervous, so I'll just stand by her side, and we'll just keep rocking and rolling. So you uh, – I mean, I
0: couldn't be more as a friend, not just of you, but Amanda as well, more more excited for you too. I know this is something that you've been wanting to happen. So <laughs> Yeah, I have.
1: That's the problem. It's not my body. <laughs> <laughs> Only so many variables
0: that you can control. But I, I, I know – I mean, it's it's going to be awesome to see – kind of what unfolds over the next five months, and then uh, <laughs> what fatherhood and motherhood will be like for you, too. And it's going to be a, a, a change. I mean, you see the changes for guys on the PGA Tour. Once they have a family, it's a lot more factors to, to, that you're like structuring on a week-to-week basis, not only with your life on tour, but your life when you're back home in between PGA Tour events.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've seen obviously a lot of guys, you know, just how they either bitch and moan about stuff or things they love, but you know, at the same time, it's it's my journey, you know. Like what you think of it's going to be different. Than what I think of it, you know, everyone has their own path, and I'm excited just to go down my own to do my own thing. You know, like hey, I'm going to seek advice, try to <laughs> make it as easy as possible, but at the same time, my job is to be a dad, be the best dad I can be, and that's going to be different than everyone else's. And that's what I'm looking forward to, you know, what, you know, you're going to change as a person, you know, and I just want to be a parent and not a best friend. And that's, that's going to be hard. It's a, it's a balancing act
0: uh, for sure. <laughs> uh, our that's
1: next what guest, I, we st- that's what I'm saying. That's what I hear. <laughs> you know, everyone's got that, their thing. I'm like, whatever.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's what I hear. It's not exactly imminent on my end. I'll be living vicariously working on for it, you. Huh?
1: <laughs> sure you will. It's
0: uh yeah, we got some time down the road, I think, until uh, I, I can attach dad to my uh, career resume. We have Luke Rockhold as our second guest uh, on Ripping It Ahead. You've known Luke, but haven't actually hung out with
1: Luke, which but, is crazy. What, blows my mind. Yeah, but but you like feel like, like you, you, <laughs> Pretty weird. um Yeah, he's just a. He's pretty funny. Um, I've seen him get his ass whooped the last few times, so I can't wait to have him on and figure out what's going wrong with him. I I know he's getting old, so I just can't wait to, you know, just make fun of him and just, you know, actually maybe hang out one time would be cool.
0: Yeah, former UFC middleweight champ Luke Rockhold, uh, big golfer living in SoCal now, and uh, I think he used to be like a 9 and maybe a 12
1: handicap now, but you see on his – it just can't be. It just can't be. You know, way he can get the ball around. You don't think so? You're no, short I game. don't at all. I don't at all, but that's my Why are you cool. such a skeptic? Because, uh, I mean, if you're getting your head beat in, it's hard to play some golf. You know, he's always breaking something. <laughs> it's <laughs> not like he's working very hard and getting better.
0: Wow. Okay, some fighting words for the first guest who could. Uh, I think I'll pass on fighting him. <laughs> Yeah, who could break us in half in about five seconds. I, I, Over, under, if you were trying to just run and survive, do you think you could last 10 seconds in the octagon? With Luke? No,
1: I wouldn't step in there for 10 seconds, let alone run for 10 seconds. Uh, seconds? 10 seconds? Yeah. I could make it 10 seconds. You think?
0: I think 10, you'd be knocked out. Five seconds,
1: you could probably survive. I don't know, man. 10 seconds? I could run around the whole – I mean, I don't know. Ten seconds is a long time, isn't it? Yes. I could do five. I for sure could do five because I could just run around the, as many times as I could, run up the fence. <laughs> Would you have any shot at winning with a golf club in your hand? Oh, as long as he didn't get a hold of it.
0: <laughs> that could be a good question uh, for Luke coming up. Our next guest on ripping It, former UFC, UFC middleweight champ Luke Rockhold. Harold, I'll speak for myself here. Suck at putting. Yeah, I do. Know what can help you improve? Yeah, I do. That's perfect practice. The best putting mat that I have used. Don't just take my word for it. I'm, I'm a hack. I'm a six handicap. Over 100 pros in the PGA Tour have tried out perfect practice. It's great for alignment, for drills. You can use it in your hotel room, your apartment, your house. On the road, super convenient. Go to perfectpractice.golf, promo code ripping it to get 15% off. Pumped to have Hello. our second guest join the show. Uh, former UFC middleweight champ, Luke Rockhold. Luke, jealous of your weekend, man, getting to play Riviera. It seems like every time I'm checking in on your Instagram, it's some other sick horse that's like top 20 in the country.
2: You know, I'm just trying to live life to the fullest. You would just
1: Where say it with total calmness.
2: I've earned my place. You know, I've, I've done it the hard way, so, you know. Take a little break from fighting and it's nice to go when you golf it's like i want to golf the, you know only the finest
1: <laughs> jeez louise uh yeah that place is um it's by far the uh best test on tour every year it's my favorite golf course so i'm a little biased so i do get a little jealous when you're just posting pictures at the ribs so um whatever <laughs> it's
2: all right it's okay you know I'm, what'd you I, shoot
1: I, today honestly i i prefer
2: i think i like my home course better at past tempo Pasadena Tempos, yeah. i mean—the the nostalgia of Riv is amazing. It, it is a beautiful, well, well-done course. I don't know. Maybe I'm partial. But but tempo is pretty
0: sick too, though. But, but what Passe other Passe. course
2: did he do? I forgot the guy that did posse and Tempo. Oh, Alistair, Alistair McKenzie. Alister McKenzie did
1: I think Augusta, right? Oh, he did Cypress. <laughs> <laughs> he did Cypress as well. Didn't he do? Oh, uh, yeah. He Cyprus. did Cypress because when I played yeah. Cypress, they were talking how good your place was, and I was like. I don't know about that, bud. but whatever you want. <laughs> Positivo gets a lot next. of hype, though. It does a lot. It's pretty weird though when you go to Cyprus and they're like talking about that course. I'm like, hey, bud, you know, I agree with you, but no, it can't be that good.
0: So on our group text thread, <laughs> I gave you two over unders. One for score and beverages. 84 and a half. Would you end up shooting?
1: Uh, I shot 88. Look at you I was, for being hey, honest. I, you could have easily said, hey, I shot 83.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm a very honest person, you know. I I chipped in. I got a I got a, I got a birdie. All right. Okay. Okay. Nice. Day. Nice.
0: And what um, uh, were the drinks? We blown, started. Are... Yeah, there's a few. There's a few Juan Daly's
2: flowing, flowing, in. Juan <laughs> Daly's. How good is that? I are. like
0: it, man. I that's that's a beverage I'll suck down a time or two on golf courses. You can't go wrong with that.
2: It's, it's a uh, convenient of choice, you know. It's fun. It's a, it's a, it's Sunday. I I take golf fun. I try not to get too serious with it.
1: I so how yet. long? Go ahead, George. Yeah, uh, after UH. Uh, I was. How is it when you're training, and playing golf? Like, cause you're training right now. I just, oh, I've always, like when I work out, like I can't even function. Like I'm like,
2: yeah. No, you can't. You're so stiff and just like, <coughs> yeah. Luckily, I didn't. I didn't do too much the last couple of days, so I was a little bit better. But after like a hard boxing session, trying to trying to swing a golf club when you're just stiff as can be and just like
1: can't get can't get around at all. I, I can't imagine. I can't. I mean, because you know you start doing body wellness in high school, and then you're like you're like, oh, you got a match today, and you're you know the club feels like a little stick. You're like, so stuck. I just I hated that feeling. You know, it was before. I was doing all the TPI. I was just basically like benching, squatting, incline, deadlift. How much can you put on there?
2: <laughs> like, luckily I don't have to, you know, rely on <coughs> golf to get paid. Yeah. You know, I can only I'm imagine kidding. I can only imagine that that headspace. Mine, mine's pretty bad. The golf <laughs> golf golf is nerve wracking as all hell. Yeah, at least I'm
0: just speaking about it, Luke. <laughs> i'm in the yeah, same right? as you man <laughs> <laughs> trying to stand trying to
2: stand over those putts and just just shaking out
1: um well let's get into this we obviously want to get to know you a little bit better i I know you as a friend we you know weirdly enough we've never hung out but we have some mutual friends that have hung out together and one of them's my best friend and he enjoyed the night mm-hmm. so i'm obviously still jealous of that night but uh what's your biggest accomplishment in your fighting career because obviously we know the stuff you can google but sometimes it's always different for the athlete
2: um I mean obviously my my world title with, uh, with the UFC you know kind of taking that finally taking that and getting the undisputed title was nice most meaningfully I mean that was like that was amazing but like the biggest thing, that I, I mean, at that point, probably was my first title against Jacare, in 2011, because I was broke. I was a broke ass bitch.
1: <coughs> <sighs> I was in
2: debt. I was in debt like 25, 30 grand. I was just I had committed everything to fighting, and I like it just started. Yeah. You know, and pe- luckily I had a few people believe in me, and I went through a like 19th month layoff with the shoulder injury I had, and uh, I had beaten everybody like. Beforehand, everybody in the first round, I was like six and zero in strike force and I was tearing through it, and I was just like making my way up, and then I I tore my uh, or I separated my shoulder with a uh, wrestling with Herschel Walker, I believe, of all people. Really? And then I, and then I, yeah, and he he was he was in his little fight career. He, he came to us yeah. for a few fights, for a couple fights. So, um, yeah, so I I landed on my shoulder, and uh, and that took me out for 19 months, and so it put me into this just. I was just stuck right when you're about to make it as a fighter and then you just get like you don't make nothing until you make everything that's kind of how fighting works yeah and uh and so i i had beaten everybody and there all the t- t- all the contenders that beat themselves out so i got the shot versus jacaray off 19 months off the off the shelf and just broke in debt and uh, i came in and i would never been out of the side the first round never won number one fight it was like nine and oh nine and one and uh and then i beat jacaray in a fought, 25 minute fight i was Went from broke to pretty pretty well off. Floating, baby. <laughs> Floating.
1: Uh, what was that feeling like? Because um, obviously every athlete has, you know, from the golf perspective, we had the big break. You know, George, you know, being. George, did you do any of those? I did not. But I, I my,
0: my old roommate was Tom Abbott, who was the host of big break. So it gave me the lowdown on what it was like, how people, like, Matt Every was on it, and there are guys now on the PGA Tour, LPGA, who that show was a springboard to their pro careers.
1: Correct. Yeah. So yeah. everyone has that big break. It's always good to hear, yeah. like, hey, you know what, you know what is that? What is that big break? And these, I also like to ask, like the people that you know were behind you, like, how do you look at those people now? You know, just like you're still close with them. You know, like I feel like every athlete has, or every person in this world has a few people that just kind of just ride with you no matter what and I think it's important to have those people.
2: Yeah. No, 100%. I mean <clears throat> especially even more so in fighting. If you if you if you understand fighting and just the blood, and the, the sweat and the tears and everything that goes into fighting, it's just it's intensified the emotions. And so um me and Cormier and Cain Velasquez and you know, we putting putting our bodies on the line for each other. And, and our coaches have been there just time and time and again. It's not a very rewarding sport as a coach most of the time, <clears throat> and for them to put the time in with you, you know Javier Mendez, Bob Cook, and yeah, it's um, uh, they, they've those are solid characters that'll never never leave my existence, you know. And past, uh my boxing coach passed is Javier Carvajal. So he passed away unfortunately with a cancer of this last through this whole episode, but <clears throat> some some real true. Should we ride or dies for you, you know. Let's fight.
1: Yeah, yeah that's kind of cool. Um, what's
0: it like with? Um, I mean, you, you talk about the support system you had. Uh, we've seen your your fight career. Not many UFC guys are also entrants in the model world. But now <laughs> you're <hear>. weird. The- <laughs> not gonna do the ego stroke. <laughs> on a lot or- note. Hey. <laughs> Wait, like <clears throat> a week ago, you're in Vegas training with Khabib. So what's are you? Gonna dip out of the model world and back into the octagon, or uh, what, what's going on with you and compete?
2: Oh, uh, um, you know, modeling's modeling.
0: Yeah. The only reason
2: I modeled in the first place is because the mo- fighting is like a mafia. Like they, it's very like mafioso tactics and, and negotiations, and they just try to like they try to fuck with you. And I'm not having any of it. You know, if you don't know your worth, someone will tell you your worth, and it'll be less than your worth. So know your worth and leverage yourself too. So it's like once I lost the world title, Dana White came up to me, tried to like beat me down mentally, and like it was like I was like, "Fuck you," straight up. And I was like, "I'm gonna go do my own thing." I'm like if you're gonna try to offer me this, I'm like, this "Bullshit." You know who I am. You know what I did. And so that was the only reason I went out and got the bottling contract so I could leverage myself. So I went back and like within a year I got the fragrance for Ralph Lauren. And then you got Dana and them calling back to me and like, hey Luke, what do you want to do? Can you want can you fight here? Do you want this amount of money? Do you want that? And like, yeah, that's right, motherfucker. Why? So, uh, well, I mean, that, that's, that's just that's the reason.
1: Let's get to the good stuff, then. Um, I don't know Dana. I, you know, Dana's obviously very, you know, he's out there. He's going to do it his way. But why does he have a problem when the athlete wants to do that? Um, all you hear is like, Dana's head guy, athlete doesn't get along with Dana, and it's always the same reason, like, I can't get this yeah. fighter, I can't get this amount of money, why, you know, it seems like it's very much so like the NCAA, it's like, you know, why, I think why, Dana, can, uh, go ahead.
2: Well, I mean, we don't have a governing body, that's that's Got another it. problem, too, I mean, it's like, you governing bodies everywhere else, <clears throat> and no, we have a, we get an egotistical, you know, guy that's, you know, kind of a bit of a tyrant, <laughs> so... <laughs> He, he just and no one, you know, he's gonna try to he's gonna try to fight you and it's 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 you gotta, you gotta you gotta you know put your foot can ass on the line. You gotta you gotta stand your ground and you gotta you gotta take risks, otherwise you get you get treated like a
1: bitch. Dang. I mean, it's I a, just can't. It's imagine. unfortunate.
2: It's unfortunate. You know what I mean? A guy like that, he he thinks he can fight. He thinks he's a fighter, and he just doesn't. You know, I don't know. He's I don't know why. I don't know why him. he's trying. You're trying to belittle all the fighters when you've never fought a day in your life and so like, I understand you you're a promoter.
1: That's it, we right? Need a, that's that's why we, that's
2: we need we need a governing body to 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 really give people what they deserve because you know he's he's uh he doesn't he doesn't play the game right.
1: Are there talks of doing that? I mean there's always
2: been talks and it was on its way until we got acquired by WME and William Morrison the political power that they have and, and everything else, I don't think that's gonna go anywhere
1: for a little while. Got it. Oh, I see. Got it so you uh damn. That just sucks. Yeah, yeah, you know. just get your head big ah, you know beat no, in, no. It like
2: like I said, you gotta leverage yourself. If you if you put all your if you put everything into the UC and you don't market yourself, you don't bring something more to the table that's like, you know, that people are gonna tune into you gotta you gotta you gotta know when to fucking stand your ground. When they when they tell you you're worth this, or they'll like, do this to you, and then you're like, no, you do this, and you find a way for to make them, you know, understand your worth. You got it. And respect respect yourself. It's like I don't know. It's yeah. There's, there's ways about it. It's, it's not fair, but you know, I mean, so, if, you, if you if you play the game right,
1: you're gonna be all right, there. Yeah.
0: I know you're uh, quick on your feet. and You kind of danced around your training with Khabib. You got anything uh, coming up, or what's what's in the horizon there? Are we gonna see you? returning to the octagon
1: we don't want any BS either we want some real <laughs> yeah. like- real on, on a
2: real straight. note yeah on a real note Khabib's like Khabib's coming back they're coming back to aka San Jose they're doing some training he's like trying to force me into this July thing and I think uh, a couple of the guys are a couple of the Russian boys are fighting in July so they're gonna have a stacked house up there to mess around with but um I think realistically August may- maybe July but August for sure I think I think that that end of the summer kind of time frame. I wanna I wanna get my body right. I wanna I need to really push it, push everything else out, and just focus on this because it's like, as we get older, it's a little like your cardiovascular system's a little harder to hold on to, you know? <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, how much older are you than the average fighter, though? Like, I mean, I, I'm looking at your age. You are old. It's physically. Old, I too. mean,
2: I mean, like, I mean.
1: Okay, i'm no, 36 old. also you're calling it yeah. when it comes to like
2: f- old fucks physically okay physically yes yes
1: when i get to 36 people will call me old but until i get there you're old but as a fighter you're old like do you does that number or how you you know do you think about that or you just don't give a damn because you're obviously I, pretty crazy I, I think you know it, in general yeah
2: i'm absolutely nuts and that's what all great people are absolutely nuts <laughs> <laughs> i mean, want to break respect. it down the truth the truth. <laughs> Great people are fucking crazy. Uh, but uh, I, I'm 36. Yeah, but like there's, there's guys out there. Look at Yoel Ramiro. The mother, dude's like 44 and still competing at the highest level. It's all about how you take care of your body and how athletic you are and, you know, how, how wise and how smart you are in the fight. So in the fight business, you got know. to. Longevity. Uh, hey, athletic, athletically, huh? I'm still better than every little kid in the, in the gym. There's no one more athletic than me. So.
1: Oh, that's how she you got, held on to to so long. How do you, uh, do you change the way you fight now? Obviously, you're wiser, but do you change the way you fight when you're early in your career compared to now? Like, is there different? Are you doing anything different? I mean, I don't want to spill all your beans about what you're going to do in August, but I, I do like to know, mm-hmm. like, I play golf totally different than I did freaking last year, it seems like. yeah, Maybe I'm a little better. I get that, but... You know you I think
2: you just like kind of go like golf and fighting and you kind of go through the waves of, of changing your style you know what I mean like it's such a you're so in your head in both sports that you have to like kind of think so your body changes and you got to maybe adapt a little bit more or go back and forth you can try something new and then you go back to whatever else you know so for me it was a uh, yeah in my early career I was a hunter <clears throat> my striking was always good but i was I was just always like on the hunt knowing like these guys like i'm gonna to take you down and if I take you down you you're screwed. You know, you know, you know what's going to happen if you if you hit the mat. And so with that being said, that's, that thought press opened up my, my striking. Then I could get, really get off on guys and I can strike with the best of them. But when I have that mentality of I'm on the hunt, then no one, I don't think no one really can stay with, you know, in that space with me. I think I got a little carried away with my stand up, and I wanted to like try to show so much more. And that's where I, I kind of screwed up and got caught and got, and put behind, but um, and then and it's like and then like my last fight with Yon Blockwitz, it's like I forced that fight. I wasn't I wasn't ready for a, such a bigger, stronger guy, and I I really forced that that takedown like I never have. You kind of got to let it come to you, and with him, I just I went in. and I tried to like just barrel through him and suck up a, a double leg, and it was just all the blood got to my arms, and I got out of the clinch, and I was just like I was just exhausted, and then 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 I got caught there, so. You know, it's it's about that slow progression of just of hunting, but like within, you know, a certain headspace. You know, you can't can't overdo it. You have to stay relaxed and like like a smooth operator killer.
0: Any any elements from like the mentality you have in fighting versus playing golf? Is there anything <laughs> that's similar whatsoever, or are they just polar feel opposite after parts golf, of your though, brain? I yeah, I would. Th- Unless you're like double bagging, catting 36, but that's still not like uh, getting. <laughs> yeah, you're the not going to the hospital <laughs> to Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, I mean, it, it, golfing. I love golfing because of the headspace. It's just challenging. It's like it's a it's a crazy world. You know, if you if you're starting to get good at it, if you actually care a little bit, um, when you close in on your best rounds, it's like that, that the nerves start popping in, and you got those last like two three holes, and you just start just you know. <laughs> Start spraying them. I'm trying to keep trying to keep it. that. Trying to keep it And then like when I got my first couple like rounds in the seventies, I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, you're like what? Like seventy-four, like I'm like two holes left to go and just double double. I'm like and you crunch the numbers. Well,
0: in and out. Out.
2: Ah, ah. <laughs> I can only imagine when you got fucking like millions on the line. Oh my god. <laughs> but, uh, but, hey, but hey, hey, speaking of that speaking of that, let's we gotta we gotta talk a little bit. Of, I mean, how many have you talked about the Masters yet on here yet?
1: But no, we've not done a Masters preview yet. But let's hear.
2: Go, going in number two. No, have you? Have you talked about it? going in number two on, on day four in New York?
1: Oh, oh the uh, PGA Championship. Oh, oh yeah, the uh, PGA, yeah, the PGA Championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having brunch. I just got. Oh, I got wow. so ahead of myself. <laughs> um, I can still remember. You what went off that. You you
2: went off bad early, huh?
1: Oh, birdie no, Birdie, the first. I came out the damn hopper br- ready to win that damn thing and that's so exactly what? as soon as I said I could win it as soon as I lost it. It was like what? <laughs> what? Um it was hard but it dude that adrenaline like I were talking Where early. where did
2: you, where did you lose like the the headspace? Like I am just like number well, you, 4 you birdie, you birdie when the I first. hit it when I when hit did it you, Did the, you give stuff, up mentally like what?
1: No, I didn't give up. It was just so hard and I just wasn't I wasn't ready for the moment and learned how to like rebound in that because the course was harder than what I thought. Like the day before, I shot 69 and I was like, oh, dude, I can shoot something under par. But like one or two over was like a great score that day. And I, you know, all I'm thinking about when I'm two over is like, how am I going to get this? You know, it's how only, am I going to get this back? You know, and yeah. I just, uh, man, rather than uh, just letting it go, I'll, I'll <laughs> let it go. All right. I'll, the hey, best part. Up. Gosh, I mean, fuck. You know, the, uh, when I hit it in the woods on number four, and mm. we're in the we're in the woods, and or like, you know, I hit it. I'm like, oh, I can hit this up here. It was crazy how fast it went from like, hey, we're getting this back together, to like, what just happened? And where I hit my ball out of the hot stuff, it, it was, I was totally like, I hope I don't find this. Like, please. <laughs> Do not find this golf ball because I could have I could have made like a ten on national television. It would have been, you know, it, it is what yeah. it is. I just it sucked at the time though. I mean, you're just sitting out there. You know, you got the worst fans and all of them. freaking. The hey, heckles. Just...
0: They are loud.
1: <clears throat> yeah, but heckling hey. is fine. But yelling in someone's swing is just like that. that yeah. ain't cool to me. that ain't that ain't like no. that's not how you conduct yourself in any you know only sports you know what sports and what you're supposed to do and but when brooks is yeah. trying to win a major and you're like yelling in the middle of his swing and while he's putting uh, i just don't like good. that i don't appreciate that yeah yeah well, at least at least, there, at least
2: when you yeah well at least when you lose you don't end up in the hospital
1: well we're getting there yet we're getting there <laughs> uh i want to know how's it feel when you get done fighting like you know, give me the best injury, you know, because obviously I see y'all's faces. I mean, it's just like, you know, you can barely I – mean, I just don't know how y'all do it and, like, want to do it again. Yeah. You're, give me your worst uh, injury first.
2: I mean, it's tough to say. It was – my last fight was pretty bad. I broke my jaw. It's the first time I ever broke
1: my jaw. We weren't going to bring that up, but I wish we uh-huh. had I mean – it hurt. hurt. Yeah, dude, I hurt that saw bit. that I was I like,
2: but I mean, like I never really got busted up. I've always been like, when I lost my feet, my last lost my fights, like I've I gotten caught. I'm not gonna get in there and just get take beaten. I'm too good for that. And so it. it's like, I've never been like super mangled up, but the uh, the broken jaw was was a. I was like backstage. I was like, oh, my tooth's a little loose, and I'm like, I can feel like like a little bit split. <laughs> you're, like, they're like, no, uh, and shit's fucking moving a little bit.
1: Damn. Sorry, I Yeah. So that was the worst one by far, because I can tell the way, I feel like the way you're talking about it, it's like, you've been, Yeah. I mean, you've been like whooped before, and you've given out whoopings, but like, the way you talked about your jaw, I know, I've, never been
2: I've never been whooped, I've never been whooped, never, was, like, not, not, one not one time, not one time, you're like, like, never whooped, never whooped, I mean, I've, I've gotten caught, whooped, I never like whooped, like whooped is like, taking a beating for like three rounds. No. Oh God! I ain't never, never have I've gotten. I've gotten beaten. <laughs> I got. You don't like, like confidence, do you? Hey, I don't, I don't <laughs> like. It. I'm just. I'm just like. If I was getting whooped, if I was getting whooped, I wouldn't be in this sport because that, there's no space for people to get their ass whooped. It's like, what are you doing in your life? You better do something. Figure. Be smarter got than it. that. Be smarter than that and going out there and getting taken ass whoopings time and time and again. Or be in wars. You, Like, you like I don't want to be. I don't want to be in a war either. I don't want to be a fight of the night. I want to get. I want to get submission of the night, knockout of the night. No one wants to get fight of the night. You get fight of the night, that means the other motherfucker gave it to you.
1: Oh God, it it. It it's a, a crime. Yeah, yeah. Oh, got so it.
0: So opposite end of the spectrum, Luke. To when your jaw wasn't broken. You and Harold mm. share a commonality here. You're both cover boys on golf digest <laughs> <laughs> we got the two covers popped hey. up you you kick in the golf bag and then harold with the inquisitive uh pose who's the better looking cover boy out of you two? Oh, i mean i, lo- I lo- don't don't
2: zoom in because i look like an absolute hell i don't know i don't know who chose that one
0: <laughs> <laughs> how did harold... you get on golf digest cover
2: uh yeah uh you know i was, I was golfing pretty good at the time uh, they're doing like a sport, a sports interactive thing, and it was a, it was a three-part cover. Like they're trying to get, trying to diversify golf, and they got uh, Steph, me, and uh, Larry Fitzgerald. You know and then you got Larry really? on here too. we right. had Larry
0: as our first guest, so it's good that we have yeah. Larry one and you two, and hopefully Steph down the road, season one. We just get on, we
1: just get on Golf Digest and just be like, who do we want to get. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, who's next? Just, hey, you look a hundred in that picture. I haven't seen this. <laughs> H just hey, hey, a, a hey, hey, H. H, take, take, take your hat saying. off. Hey,
2: take your hat off. H, no. take your hat off. H. No. <laughs> Not, yeah. Yeah. that for a different
1: episode.
0: Oh, low blow. Low blow. Hey. Hey. 101. Oh, that's too good. But you know, no what, comment. Like, of, UFC, <laughs> of UFC guys, I'm curious for you, like, how did you get, did you grow up playing golf? Uh, How did you get into the game where it's become that big a part of your life that you're on a Golf Digest cover? You probably like never thought that that was going to be something that could happen.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can we take that down now? (laughs) 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 Uh, I uh, I I think I like really started when I was like 21, 22. I was like kind of just messing around, messing around up at Santa Cruz. Yeah, I was playing on the weekends, kind of like, you know, it's like. You get like I always say, you know, we you get hit for a living. It's nice to go hit something that's not gonna hit you back every once in a while. Damn
0: strikes!
1: So get on <laughs> Could not imagine? Could you imagine like hitting a golf ball and then somebody like trying to hit you? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Head <laughs> on a swivel on the <laughs> truck. <Just hit> back. <laughs> 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 uh, what is it like uh, knocking someone out in front of twenty five thousand fans for oh. like? millions. I mean it's got to be something similar to a home run in a playoff game, I would think. Yeah, times fucking 100. <laughs> it's that good. I mean, you y'all <laughs> obviously mean, say the craziest stuff in these interviews cuz you first of all oh, can yeah. and then like yeah. you know, there's no way you can tell that guy, "Hey, please don't say that."
2: But <laughs> like your adrenaline is just it's a different atmosphere. You have 20, you know, 25,000 fans in there freaking out and uh yeah it's it's like nothing else especially when you win when you win the big fights it's uh, oh. yeah it's, it's how much liver, kick, that right now? liver kicks liver kicks are pretty sweet man there's not uh, that's one of my favorite knockouts when you know you get a guy in the liver and it's just like just oof, his body everything just just crumbles you're like just you're like paralyzed and uh that's that was a that's a pretty sweet knockout it's just that's a good feeling Knocking out a guy like in the head, like I, like I have a little bit worry about that. With a liver kick, it's just like nah, no, This is like you just love it. It's like just, it's like, it's like poetry. How many wow. uh,
0: UFC guys are golfers? Like, are you the best golfer in UFC? Where would you rank? I don't know
2: if I'm the best, but I mean, uh, one of them for sure. I think it's uh, a lot better than DC. I'll tell you that. <laughs>
1: And he's got more time to play now.
2: Oh, he did. He loves golf. He really, he loves golf. Yeah, you gotta we'll have to get him on there.
1: Who's, who's he, uh,
0: most? Who's most surprising? That's like a UFC guy that's actually a big golf geek.
2: I don't know, many man. I don't. I don't hang out with a lot of UFC fighters. Really, really? I can't. I can't tell you who's who's really good. I don't really. I don't associate myself with too many of them. That actually, and then that, that I know that golf. Just you know? uh, hanging
0: with your uh, model world friends, or what? What, what are the friend groups?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in a surf community. I grew up in, I grew up surfing and skating and do my thing. So I, I, I got friends in, in everywhere. Music and I like. I just gravitate towards good people, you know. Good people That's that good. have, you know, more aspirations. You know, not 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 content people in the, in the either world or. Bunch of dummies getting too beat up. I do love to fight with there's some a lot of good fight friends. Just nothing happened to golf, I guess. I don't know.
1: I H- think y'all fight and then y'all golf. I don't I don't get it, but I still <laughs> I just like you, so didn't matter if it, you could kick someone's ass. Go ahead, George. Let's
0: do uh some hot seat questions and we can pick from uh the, the bottom of the list and some golf questions. No, I
1: got them. I got something. all the hot seat. I got five hot seat, and you can fire in f is <laughs> these are good. Bring it. Fire in the <laughs> hole and I'll follow it up. All right, favorite city. Favorite city? Ooh. And you can't pick two. You can only pick one. Like this has gotta be your favorite city, like damn. White city? No, no, just favorite city because I know he likes to have a good time. I like to have a good time, and a lot of my cities are based on that. Like, how much fun (laughs) did I have in that city? You know, like what's your what's your fun potential? Yeah, exactly. Damn, man, I got some good ones too. Like some real good cities, and I just like every time I think I pick a different. And you gotta
2: you gotta pick one. It's just like I know exactly. That's that's, no, there's no such thing as that because everything everything gets old, and you gotta have fun. I mean, Los Angeles is amazing. San Diego is amazing. Toronto's fucking awesome. Yeah, Toronto's I mean, phenomenal. Yeah, New York. Uh, the French French Canada. What's up there? That city's Montreal. Montreal, Montreal is oh. a good time.
0: Montreal's Why? electric. So we
2: got Montreal, Montreal,
1: and what's the other one?
0: No, Miami. Uh,
2: uh, Miami is obviously yeah. Miami's obviously there. Miami is unreal. Yeah. New York. So, yeah, that's I mean, where... Where we just crossed paths a couple of weeks ago down here. Yeah, Miami's Miami's a lot. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot. It's <laughs> a good way lot. to describe it.
0: Miami is definitely a lot. All right. How many girls?
2: Miami, sometimes, sometimes you like, yeah, you're like, you like. Sometimes you don't feel that great about it. <laughs> it's because too. Oh, oh, and the bottom of people. There's the, no. There's no. There's no. Like, there's no, like, like time isn't a, a thing in Miami. Yeah, it's just it's like, like a, you go from like one, one, one club to the another. Then you'll start dinner at eleven thirty, Then you go to dinner, and then you go to like you live, and then you go to, you go to like live, and then you go to eleven, and then you get eleven, and you're like what the hell?
1: I've never been to Miami. Don't city yeah, would no comment. Just keep just keep. Sure going you on, up we'll and go, and go to the next <laughs> They say it's that about every thing. city, and I just come out and just. Um,
2: <laughs> your head movement looks like shit. <laughs> ah, it is, but as long as they don't hey, hit me, we're do, good. Do, do, do,
1: do, do. Hey, All I'm trying to dodge bob, is this bob, mic right you now. Bob
0: and wait, it's like the first guy you'd face in Mike Tyson's punch out.
1: <laughs> um, how many girls slide in your DMs daily? Mm.
0: <laughs>
2: from, now from we're from asking sit, good questions. From what, from what city? You what pick,
0: dealer's choice. <laughs> <laughs> do, I to,
2: do I have to pick
0: one? Oh, do I I have what to a pick response! One? What an uh, all-time
1: response! Yeah, if remote. he wasn't my friend, I'd be like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." And then I'm like, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: what? Yeah. Uh, just uh, just a where are you getting the most inbox
0: from?
2: It does. It does pertain to like where I travel and what I say. Yeah. You know what I do. <laughs> I love how you had to whisper. Most basic oh,
0: response I, of all time. I mean, no, it's like yeah, it could
2: be. I mean, I get a lot of DMs, but like, what do you, you? I mean, referring to just cute girls. That kind of, uh, yeah, exactly. There
0: we
2: go. Yeah, yeah of cute, cute girls. I don't know. Uh, if it's a good city, I maybe I get fifteen, maybe twenty. That's a, if it's like if I'm there for a week, maybe if it's a good city, and I'm there for a while. I love
1: the over the shoulder look. <laughs>
2: <laughs> pretty, uh, good, I pretty good pretty good deal I like flow it. you're getting it's a rare it's a rare occasion to actually respond to anything unless there's some credibility and seem pretty cool but when you travel it's like you want to you want to meet new people and have a good time
1: without a doubt what's your favorite totally golf smart. course you already went over this but
2: uh, it, I mean I don't know I, I like I like obviously pebble is pretty amazing pebble
1: it is Pebble's pretty it,
2: amazing uh I mean, there's a lot of good courses that are around. It's like Pebble and past Tempo, or Unreal Riv is. I mean, the best golf courses I played there, and like probably Pelican Hills, pretty amazing.
1: I have heard good things about that. Yeah, I've like, been to Pelican yeah. yet. I've heard it's awesome.
2: Pelicans, Pelicans, pretty beautiful. Um, yeah.
1: S- who's your Iron, celeb? Horse, Iron,
2: Iron Horse, is, Iron Horse is pretty fun too.
1: I've never even heard of that. Eat. Iron Horse. That's like somewhere where I can't even ma- get into.
2: Madison Course, I've been a. Um, whitefish mountain. Oh nice.
1: Um what's your celebrity crush? Hmm. You can go as many as you want on this one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 hey, what a
2: good um, friend. Yeah, um speaking
0: it into existence, Luke.
2: Speaking it into existence. I mean, it's, I mean I've always I've always had a thing for uh What's her name from Dust Till Dawn? Um never seen Uma it. Emmett Thurman? Not Uma Thurman, no, no, that's that's Kill Bill Buddy, Buddy, Dustle Dawn. It's, it's, it's a Latin. It's, what's Salma Hayek. Salma Hayek, yeah. Oh I don't I don't
1: not that is
2: Salma Hayek back in the day. Like,
1: come on, no Salma How do you not know
2: Salma Hayek is? You never know, no seen Dustle Dawn, which is dancing with a snake and it's just ah, oh,
0: amazing Python. I
1: don't even what know how to spell hell? her name.
0: H, you're, I've never been more disappointed in you as a front that you don't. Know H, H, I know how to disappoint.
2: H. What what ethnicity does your does your celebrity mm. crush come from?
1: I have two, but it's only because she's in my favorite movie. What do you Bad got? Boys, too. Gabrielle Union. I mean, Gabrielle she's Union? so hot in that. I mean, she looks older now, so it's like, you know. And I'd probably go with. I don't know, that's the first one that came to mind, so I'm sticking with it. I like to stay loyal <laughs> to my celebrity crushes.
0: <laughs> I go uh Jessica Alba. Jessica Alba? That's yeah.
1: a good one. I saw her in solid. Will I, I in saw a commercial. In her heyday. LA. Strong. I mean she she, she must still be in she's it. Still still, she's oh. still pretty strong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's still <laughs> pretty strong. How long would it take you to beat me in a fight? Um do you have get a golf club or what? <laughs> No, no golf club. I said we said over under ten seconds, but uh, I thought
0: he could make it five mm. seconds, but ten seconds you'd kill him. I mean, I I gave you, I gave you two kicks.
1: I mean, have you ever taken a kick before, age? No, I've never. I've only, I've gotten my ass (laughs) once in school, and I mean, I literally got blindsided coming around the corner, and it hurt so bad. The next day, I was like, this. I became a lover then. <laughs> uh, uh, I give you, I
2: give you however much time it takes to, to for to, to throw two t- two kicks.
0: So that'd be like four seconds. Five <laughs> four one, seconds. One, one, It'd be less one than to break that. you down.
2: Hey, one to break you down. One to finish you off. You
1: no. Know? I oh, mean, man. that's like yeah. So our over and unders screwed, George. Go <laughs> yeah, there's man. no uh, chance. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it,
0: uh, under three point seven seconds. Uh, I've have have s-
1: one second in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> I can kick pretty hard. I, I can kick pretty hard. <laughs> I know. I talk to Preston about that all the time. because uh, 'cause I'm oh, not really into fighting, but I'm into yeah. like just knowing why you are crazy enough to take some of the licks and just do some stuff I would never think about doing. But it's crazy to talk to someone who's like so into the sport, you know, it's people don't understand all they see is the fight. You know, they don't see the training, you know, all the other stuff that goes along with it.
2: Yeah. Would, uh, preparation gonna... it's like it's like to to headspace you know it's like it's a lot it's you know a lot less frequent than golf you know but it's like it's one fight you know you don't get to take sure. that back it's not like it's Correct. Not a competition is not there's not it's not like a it's not 4 days of golf you know this is one time one moment you don't get to like come back have an off day and come back and get better yourself it's like you have to build consistency in your life everything has to be perfect you're fighting this guy on one side of the world. On you know, you're on this side of the world. The other guy's on the other side of the world. And you guys are meeting at the exact same point in time in the world, and you have to perform on that exact second, minute, you know, hour. Everything is 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 dialed in. So it's a uh, it's it's a lot to to hold and understand and consume.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you consume it because why well, I I you explaining it. I'm not consuming it. <laughs> it's.
2: It's, yeah, it's a tough one to fathom.
0: We ever gonna see you fight That's the Paul brothers?
2: If they had bigger balls.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, have that been in any talks? I mean, they're like shit talking everyone, it seems like. Uh, you gotten they, in the mix? They
2: they'd know better not to shit talk me or anybody else who could, who would, you know, <laughs> who would challenge their yeah, their livelihood, their manhood. Because, you know, it's like, these, this guy, come on. Who the, <clears throat> this guy's not even marketable. Like, people, like, believe in this kid. He he looks like a fool. And he acts even worse. He did, He can't talk on the mic. He can't act up. He just wears, he wears a bunch of fake shit. He can't even represent himself. And he gets pushed in the face by Ben, and he slaps Ben on the ass.
1: That was pretty Did funny, you guys
2: that. see this? No, like, his initial instinct was, like, get pushed in the face. And just, just just slap him in the ass and then he realized he was like, Oh my god, that was
1: that so he was you know, him. that
2: looked that looked bad, so he pushes him. I was <laughs> like you guys not see through that and see what a pathetic human being that is? Come on. You have no okay. space, you have no reason to be in this fight game. It's like
1: yeah. I think he was scared if he actually did something like slap him in the face, he was gonna get his ass whipped before the fight. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. <laughs> he slapped him. In the- hey, Ah, these guys are, these guys are pussies and it's just, it's so apparent and the world is just pathetic world. Like, you know, people, these kids are getting paid millions of dollars to dance in front of a camera, you know, like it's like, come on, man. What is, what is, what is the world coming to? People think these YouTube kids are real fighters and they think that, you know, these, these insecure little TikTok kids are, are famous when you meet these kids in person, I mean, their energy is just, it's pretty, pretty sad. Pretty wack. Does it
0: piss you off as a fighter? That they're no. paraded oh, around I mean as le- legit fighters?
2: <clears throat> it's just annoying that the public believes in it. And how, how, the stupidity of the public. That's, that's the problem. That's, the, that's, know, that's, that's, that's the biggest problem is just we just dumb, dumb, dumb
1: fans. But who, like, do people see through it, you know what I mean, or, it's mean. whoever's promoting this are they like well this guy can make me money so we we I'd rather have the youtuber and just sell some tickets and make money instead of get a guy that really could fight and needs that opportunity because we in golf you always hear about this did that guy deserve that exemption or not at least with golf yeah. you have to be a professional golfer like he uh-huh. he's not a professional boxer so like I find it really weird in golf. It's always a professional golfer or a really good am that is going to go play. Yeah. Like, this guy's just doing it because I feel like he's going to make some money. You know, that's it. Yeah. W- no, you would think that the people at the top would try to make sure that, you know, you stay true to some of it, you know?
2: Some of it, yeah. But, but no one has any integrity and they just want to make money. That's Got all it. it really matters these days. And so it's like money is money and people will, will do what they have to do. Um, uh, <laughs> and, you know it's, it, it, it gets you thing, going if, it, like it. if you, if you want to fight if you want to fight fight a professional fighter you know what I mean these guys are out there celebrity fight a celebrity fight but don't act like you're a fighter don't like go of, like doing this repetitively like it's like it's your life unless you want to really be a fighter rather than trying to pull the wool over everyone's eyes and just fighting fights that don't make sense you know it's like these guys believe they're like they they're, they're trying to convince the public that they're fighters and they're really not. I mean, the guy's boxing, and he he boxed a basketball player that had never sparred a day in his life. A basketball player, that, and, and overnight, the smallest, he's
1: world champ. And he's the
2: world champ. It's like shut the hell up. And now now it's like now he's picked out the worst boxer in mixed martial arts. You know that short on the... Ben Askren, yeah, it's like that's... In martial arts, obviously, it's mixed martial arts for a reason because some guys get by with one basic technique because they're so good at that one thing, which is wrestling for Ben. And so he was so good and he just never... He was an insane wrestler.
0: Won two national titles at Missouri. We were actually at Missouri at the same time, but just as, as an amazing wrestler as he is, it's the inverse for how bad of a striker he is. Yeah, exactly. And so...
2: He's isolated the the worst, you know. I mean, a, a professional fighter, you know, martial artist, bringing him into a strictly a boxing world to try to get gain relevancy, you know. And he's still scared, and, and he still has an opportunity to lose this fight with a guy that says no real skills there. And uh, <laughs> he's going to try to validate himself by beating, you know. If he beats Ben, it's like then it's like try. He's going to try to seek some kind of validation from that from the public and. And uh, it's just pathetic. I got to hope he loses. I saw Ben out in Vegas, and I was just like, what do you need, Ben? Get it done, Ben. Get up there. Get in the work, Ben. Like, you fucking get your ass to work. Don't fucking – don't screw around. Take this shit seriously. I don't know what you do, but you can't lose this
1: fight. I was like, Ben – If he wins, though, he's going to get another chance.
0: Oh, Ben? Regardless, he'll get another fight because it's it's a marketing vehicle. Like,
1: if you – if other people lose, they don't get it. Yeah, then
2: you got got the worst – Boxer in MMA, going back and fighting, you know, doing doing a consistent fight. Like, you know, I don't know how that's. It's hard to believe that's sellable. Would I you find a YouTuber? I mean, yeah, in a heartbeat. In a See, heartbeat I'll... with one with with one hand behind my back.
1: And I let them. Money. Cho-
2: and I let th- I let them choose. I, actually Dana, he's calling. Yeah. It was funny. I was dat I was dating this girl, Kenzie, and uh, and she was like, she was supposed to fight hit Jake Paul's a girlfriend. And I was like, tell him we'll do a date, a double date fight. Tell him I'll fight with one hand behind my back. <laughs> Didn't hear nothing back from his side. <laughs> I,
0: I think that voicemail was lost.
2: I uh, 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 uh radio silence. <laughs>
0: no. Who she- do you want? You you can line up one fight now. What guy would anybody? Anybody? Oh, in a real except for Harold Varner.
1: In a in a real fight. Are yeah. In a real fight or are just a real. bullshit a real real no,
0: real real UFC real real
2: see I I mean, I like I like these fights coming up. I don't know A lot of a lot of, a lot of fights are interesting. We'll see we'll see these uh, The Darren Tills coming up uh, Against the Italian kid I think in a week or so That's it. That's very interesting. Both those matchups are interesting Whitaker. Well, which guy do you, do you
0: want? You want always wanted to
2: fight Whitaker you know, Either on. one of those Damn. guys. I mean, you, you know, ain't scared I mean, of it, are you? No.
1: no That's the no, cool I, I, thing I like about boxing. You gotta my, go if you want to be the top dog, you gotta legitimately beat the top dog. Top dog in golf I mean, you can like work your way around and get into the big events and stick in those big events. Like it'd be like, Hey, I'm gonna play Tiger. You gotta have that attitude, but in golf you really don't have to go head to head with them.
2: I'm here for a good time, not a long time, you know? <laughs> and it's I'll, like I said, like you said. Asshole, I'm 36. So, <laughs> I, I don't wanna be in this game that long. I, want, I wanna make one more run. I wanna be, I, if I'm gonna put my pedal to the metal, I wanna, I wanna do it, I wanna go hard. I don't wanna dance around, I wanna go back and I wanna go try to get this title back and, and I can get out of this thing. So, one one two fights, I'm there. And I, I mean, my last fight, my last two fights I fought, I went up a weight class for the first time in my career and I fought Jan Blockwitz, which is now champion you know, um, in a number one contender fight. But my fight before that was against Yoel Ramiro. a world title fight that I killed myself to make weight. He cheated, missed weight by three pounds, and I, and I lost a close fight there. So my last fight at middleweight is, is for a world title. And uh, I'm, I'm right there. I know I've stepped out, but like, these guys are bums. I think I can come in and I think I can
1: wreck house. It's hot in the kitchen, man. Thanks for being on here, man. Uh, enjoyed talking to you. Um, I can't wait to really hang out. It'll be soon. But, you got to uh, all tee
0: it up sometime.
1: No, nah, I don't want to yeah. tee it up. Let's go, let's go <laughs> to Miami and say we teed it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you how it's done.
0: Oh, open invite, boys. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: we're gonna, we'll play to the gorse. There
0: we go. Love now we're it. talking. One oh, more hey. title, run. We're excited to watch it.
1: I'm going to be at that one now that I think we're going to open up here in a minute. The world seems like it's going crazy right now. I saw some videos yeah. of people out in the bars, and I was like, Have you ever been outside? And all I thought about was, You haven't in a while, so go ahead, fire it up. <laughs> George, George yeah, let everything all people, open down there. <laughs>
2: Flor- Florida is having our first event. They got a full, full stadium in Florida next month.
0: Really? That's awesome. Might mm-hmm. well, have to all check right. it out then.
1: Paul yeah, DeSantis, ain't that his name? He's been lot yeah. open since day one. It's
0: the wild west out here
1: love or I hate love him. him or hate sure. him he, he went for it <laughs> no turning around yeah
0: luke yep. i know we've been trying for a while really appreciate you being so generous with your time and yeah excited yeah. to see that i want to call it a comeback tour but to see you uh back in the mix
1: his old yeah. ass this is definitely a comeback tour and we're we're on it we're ripping it is on this bandwagon we've been on it before we were on it when you will ride again we'll ride I guess again you said you <laughs> didn't get your ass well but when You got your jaw busted. We're on your bandwagon, obviously, as a friend, yeah. but uh, I, I see the time that you're putting in. Just keep working at it. Um, I can't do anything for you, but if you come up with some crazy <laughs> idea, you let me know because I ain't stepping <laughs> in that <laughs> ring with your ass. Uh, we'll, we'll figure something out. I'm pulling for you. Go whoop some you ass. Better. Go whoop somebody's ass. And if it's a YouTuber, I mean, it's I'm coming. I'm watching that. <laughs> we're
0: coming all <off> for it. Like.
1: <laughs> In my in Miami, yeah, right. <laughs> Hell yeah, <laughs> meet you in Miami,
2: boys.
0: Pleasure. Cheers. love Peace. you Luke. Peace. You want to wake up feeling good every day? I mean, who doesn't? This product I can personally attest has had a huge shift in my day-to-day wellness. It's twenty-twenty immunity booster, two and a half ounce shot, handcrafted by sports dietitians. Filled with essential vitamins and nutrients, with none of the artificial colors or BS you see in sports drinks. I have it before I go to the range or start my round, or even just to kick off my day. Get 20% off your first order. Ripping it 20, the promo code. Go to drink2020.com. So, big thanks to Luke Rockhold for hopping on. And it it's wild for me to see athletes in other sports. And this is what's so cool about this show. As I mean, the guy is just an ass kicker in the octagon and then also a diehard golfer kind of a, a golf geek
1: yeah it's uh it's really cool just to see how you know obviously in general all these athletes but luke specifically just how you know he gets to play some sick golf courses so yeah i mean think we I'd see get it. Add, yeah i think i'd get addicted to it too if i you know hey man we're you're not playing your local muni
0: <laughs> ha, we got his answer but really got to know i mean it He's also, it was the two cover boys where I'm like third wheel. Both of you guys have been on Golf Digest covers. Who's looking better out of the two? Did you buy his well, answer to that?
1: Now that he's gone, you know, for sure me. you know, I'm, I'm <laughs> not even close. Here. Yeah, biased here.
0: Yeah. What was the photo shoot like for you?
1: It was, uh, it was really cool um, because I guess they've had the same people doing, you know, the same people doing these shoots for years. And, just hearing their stories about when they were shooting other people. And just, I think it's, I thought it was really cool. Um, I just wish I would have shaved. I don't think I shaved in mine. So it was pretty, uh, you had the
0: scruff going, like, I don't
1: know why I had the scruff going, but I'm just too lazy to shave sometimes.
0: How often are you going scruff versus clean shaven?
1: Well ever since I started having less hair on my head, I just I usually just shave when I get a haircut you know like you just hey, and clean that up cool, but now i'd only get a haircut like once a month it's very uh, it's a little different. all I have it's only done. hair on my face are my eyebrows
0: <laughs> would you, I have like I love four to five days scruff that's my normal mo clean shaving and I just wanted to dress to impress but I would if I could keep like kind of what you got like five six days scruff. Uh, on Golf Channel, I'd be all about it, but they're not really? a fan of. Uh, they're not. I asked. I actually petitioned earlier this year to see if I could do a test uh, with facial hair, and that was a big uh, no, no,
1: no. Yeah. <laughs> We're not allowing that. I mean, I know it's so old school, but I like being clean cut. I think it's uh, it's it's got a nice aesthetic. Yeah, like uh, hey man, you know, you you mean business when you're talking, but I just don't do a good job of it, so. Thanks
0: you plan. ever go clean shaven on the scalp?
1: Oh yeah, I've already done it once, but it's weird. It grows back so fast on the sides. When you put your hat on, it's like it's just really weird. So I just need a little bit more hair to go away. My time's coming. Don't worry.
0: You ever gonna talk to uh, Brian Urlacher and see if you can get some restore action? Would you want to add? Are you happy with where you're at from a follicle standpoint? What's
1: what's what's the game plan here? I'm far from happy, but. Only because I used to have these crazy haircuts and now I just like I have no hair. So it's just it's a little different. Um the have spoken it's to him about favorite. it. Uh we'll uh we'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe a good week, maybe. We'll
0: do uh overrated, underrated, and then get your thoughts on uh playing Valero to close things out. So overrated, underrated match play as a PGA tour event.
1: Uh underrated. I think we could do with more of them. Really? Yeah, I mean it's just a really cool just change it up, man. It gets a little monotonous when certainly you know it could bring some excitement to a tournament, but obviously they like one event match play event.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty happy with just one event. Um I would say I enjoy match play overall as a viewer. It's usually slightly overrated. Well, I guess when it was at Dove out in, in Arizona, it was. I think Austin Country Club's an amazing match play course. So um, much
1: history there, and people love yeah. their golf there. So, and it gives them, you know, something to do. I've never been to Austin, but obviously, I can tell they enjoy. You've never the been golf. to Austin? No. Oh man, that's. I mean, that's. I gotta go. For me keep it weird one time.
0: <laughs> I'm all, hey, I'm all about living weird, my friend. It's Good weird and bad weird. It's about embracing the the good vibes. Austin. Like top three bachelor party cities in the U.S. So I've had three or four bachelor parties in Austin. I'm very familiar with uh, what spots to hit, what spots not to hit for a 48 to 72 hour uh, trip through Austin.
1: It's just hard to get that far out there and be like, hey, I'm, I'm not going to go to Vegas. <laughs>
0: uh, fair. I mean, that's a, that's a good counter.
1: In Vegas, you know what you're getting every trip. Which you, is exactly what I go to Vegas and I want it. I yeah, want it. I mean, if you have a bad
0: Vegas experience, it's generally just bad run at the tables. That's or it. Or it's more of, yeah. I mean, uh, other than that, if you can't have fun or find fun in Vegas, then you just don't know how. You to You should never have fun. go back to Vegas.
1: Yeah. Correct. <laughs> it's just not <laughs> yeah. your city.
0: But I'd put Austin sneaky up there on. Fun spot. It's my favorite place to visit in Texas. The weather's phenomenal. Um, Austin City Limits music festival in early October, and then they have South by Southwest. The Heart of the Florida Swing are both phenomenal. I've only been to Austin City Limits, but it's worth doing a like a guys' weekend. But I get unless it's a bachelor party or someone has an event there. If you're just planning a trip with your boys, then Vegas or Austin. Yeah. I think Vegas wins like nine times out
1: of time. Can't agree more and I've never even been there. <laughs>
0: uh, taking a week off from the PGA tour. Overrated, underrated.
1: Uh it's obviously there's a lot it's of opportunity. Up. Yeah, it's tough because like you you know, one week off just isn't enough, you know, and so it's I think it's underrated. I got some good sleep in, I got some video game time, so it's uh I'm gonna go I'm, it's overrated. When you're playing bad, underrated when you're playing well. That really, makes sense. that's the inverse of what most people would say. Well, when you're playing well, you want to play, and you just know you have to take time off. When you're playing bad, you kind of need to play to get some fetish cut points, you know, like if you're in a certain positions. Yeah, it's, and, it's a you, push and pull. Yeah, exactly. So you're like, oh, gosh. like You, you know, you're going to have to grind during your week off, and sometimes when you're playing bad, you just need two weeks off just to, like, you press
0: as a broadcaster i'd say underrated because i work to live i don't live to work so if i have a week off then i value my time off so yeah I, exactly trust me i'm i'm a happy man if i am i see monday through sunday on my personal schedule just say off Blank. off off <laughs> off off <Blank>. off <laughs> No kidding. Uh, next up i mean this is valero last event pre-masters the build-up to the masters um a little different now that the players is in March, but do you think the build up to the Masters overrated, underrated?
1: Um, it's underrated. I mean, it's one of the biggest tournaments of the year, if not the biggest. So, you know, everyone's preparing. they might not say it out loud, but they're preparing to win the Masters. And what better feeling is that? You know, like yes, these tournaments are important, but the cool thing about this the Valero is like someone could win it, obviously me, and get into the Masters. Like, I think that's it's always such that. a cool
0: storyline if a guy who's not already in is able to win it and then immediately that's correct. The flight, find the house last second, do all the scramble stuff. That's, I mean,
1: I'll go ahead and tell you, it ain't that complicated. <laughs> I'm sure they <laughs> can figure it out by then. Um, March Madness, overrated, underrated. Oh, so, I mean, it's so good. It's weird watching, underrated though, but it's so weird watching without any fans, man. You know, that energy is like, you need that. You don't don't realize how much you miss it until it's not there. Same with the PJ Tour, you know. At first you're like, oh, this is pretty cool, and then all of a sudden it's like, uh, this sucks. And, you know, I just need Gonzaga to win, so.
0: The the wild thing is they could have... This is the last time there was an undefeated season in men's This is so
1: bad. Basketball. I saw a tweet today. I think it was like 1978. 76. Indiana went 32-0. and 0. Zags are 29-0 and 0 right now. I mean, they're really good. They're really good. <laughs> I just need them. I, I mean, they're good, but I need them, you know, for my purposes.
0: A little selfishly. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I would go underrated, and I've covered the NCAA tournament prior to Golf Channel. Um, there was actually a regional in Tucson in 2011, so I got to be the local guy um, that had, I think there were four games, eight teams there, um, and just going, sitting through a full day of basketball, and then having gone as a fan before in 2002, and a buddy's bachelor party in 2016. Like, uh, it 's phenomenal if you can do first round and then you have the two games, the break between sessions, two more games it 's a lot of basketball and i 've definitely passed out both times as a fan where I took a little like 20 minute nap in one of the games just because you 're watching so much basketball, but it is so fun and it's like you 're bound to get one game that 's an oT game or a buzzer beater or some upset, and the energy in the arena i mean people are just going nuts it 's awesome. Have you ever been to an NCAA tournament game?
1: I have not, no. Must do. Surprisingly,
0: I'd I would say know why I haven't. NCAA tournament, got to check that box. To me, the coolest sporting event that I've been to from a spectacle standpoint, Kentucky Derby.
1: Kentucky Hill. Another who? Kentucky Derby. Oh, well, that sounds awesome. I mean, both. Derby's, like a-
0: Derby's incredible. It's so cool. It blew me away. I went in 2009 and 2010, and I I mean, if I could, I would try and go It's just. It's the week of the
1: Wells Fargo. I know that's one that you will. That's my major right there.
0: Oh, I mean that's that's your course now too.
1: Yeah, yeah. Your quail guy. uh, Yeah, super awesome place to be a part of. Um, So be a little different this year. Be, I think, a lot different. Uh, Uh, I looking forward to it
0: and final question overrated underrated not sure if you've had to buy or read these yet baby books
1: (laughs) i don't i mean i don't know i never i haven't read anything if it's on the call of duty game i'm i've read it
0: (laughs) (laughs) You, amanda hasn't leaned in yet i mean i know there's a lot of parental parental prep and i've seen knocked up where seth rogan's character gets all the heat for not reading the baby books and then he does Uh,
1: I just say, I, I mean, I'm sure I will between now and then, because someone like you will be in a joking manner, put one in my locker or something like that, but uh, <laughs> that'll be to accuse me of
0: blood. pulling some type of good natured prank like that is just I love it. good natured
1: prank. I would, I might hit you with the book, but
0: <laughs> I hear it all the time. George, you're living in Miami these days. You got to have some late nights and you wake up. You're not feeling too hot. Not true. And I'll tell you why. Tempo. Total game changer. Tempo supplements guarantee you're never going to miss a beat thanks to a formulation of natural ingredients and essential nutrients. Two versions of Tempo, hungover AF, which I've taken, natural hangover supplement, and f- coffee, a uh, supplement for clarity and focus. Check out both at tritempo.co. That's tritempo.co. Find your rhythm with Tempo. Use promo code TEMPO for 15% off your order. Okay, finally this week. It's cool. We're, we're previewing. What to expect. Valero, Texas Open, you've played this event before. What's the course like? Where's your game at? Uh give us a lowdown.
1: Um, I think I will have a great chance to win. I like to speak things into existence. It's uh it'll be all over seeded just you know, like the Masters. But the first few years I played in it was all Bermuda and Bent Greens because it wasn't the week before the Masters, so I'm sure it'll be super pure. Um I just I want to play well. I'm driving it well. Just doing a lot of good things. Just need to uh, keep working at it. And I think I just want to get back in the mix, you know, get those feelings.
0: What were you working on with your game this week? And what do you what do you need to uh, kind of improve if you're going to be in contention at Valero?
1: Uh, the best thing I need, you know, just from 10 to 15 feet, just sneak one of those in a day would go so long in my uh, – you know, just having a chance to win, you know, it's just hard to to make them because they're just far enough away where you can just be a complete idiot and just smoke it by. So it's just kind of a, you know, just take it one day at a time. It'll be super windy, I'm sure. The weather looks great, but I just need to uh, just compete, do what I love doing, be a kid, have fun with it.
0: So when I pack for an event, I literally have to go into the granular details where I'm like, this many days, this many pairs of socks, this many shirts, this many yeah, boxers. Yeah. Always forget something. What's your strategy?
1: When you're uh, on the road? I always write down what I need to pack. Really? You write it down? Oh, yeah, and then just cross it off. Don't forget anything. Well, when I was a kid, I forgot all my underwear when I was, like, 10 years old. And I was like, that'll never happen again. So <laughs> um, I'm pretty crazy about packing. So I literally pack every outfit I'm going to wear that day. And then if it's a four-week trip, I pack you know, twelve shirts, you know, and then you, you know, I'm gonna wear the same color pants, so I'll just pack four color pairs of pants and fire up. Um, it's so nice when you stay in a house because you can just like wash them. <laughs> you know, it's so clutch. Oh, you're At in a, a house next week? Uh, well, no, I'm just saying. Mo- I've been in a house lately. If you can stay oh, in a okay, house, it. it's super nice. Um, so it's, it's good. You just, you figure it out. You, I mean, packing's just all about messing up like anything in life because if you do it once you're not going to do it again.
0: What's, uh, when you have a week off to rejoin the PGA Tour I mean how big is that to kind of refresh you mentally when you had the grind of the Florida Swing which is I mean the most grueling stretch of three events we've probably seen so far this season.
1: Um, it's, it's I'm super fortunate. I love I love my job, basically, and you know I'd never get. I'm not sick of it yet. I, there's a couple guys out there that you would think they shouldn't play another day, but <laughs> I'm not at that stage in my career yet. So it's kind of um, it's kind of fun. I you know I, I enjoy getting back to it. I think it might change with a kid. Obviously, I've heard some horror stories where you're just like it's so hard to leave and I'm not looking forward to that.
0: Got some time though, five more months So October 7th, then, then it all changes, my friend.
1: Don't blink. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no
0: well, shit. good good luck this week. Looking forward to seeing you tee it up at Valero. I can tell the game's rounding in the form. Uh would be even cooler if we're then previewing next week with the Masters and, you know, you're in the field because you not only won, but you got those sweet cowboy boots that they give to the winner of the Valero.
1: That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. I think those would be – be if I win that, they'll be up for sale, some type of auction, raise some money <laughs> for some kids.
0: Oh, well, Actually, that would be nice to touch. Let's, yeah, uh, what I am like I going to do with stat. some
1: cowboy boots other than put them on my kid's ass one day? <laughs> <laughs> on that note,
0: next week, pretty cool, uh, Scott Van Pelt will be joining us. And I know you were on SVP on a show last summer, um, and we'll do more of a preview episode three with, with Scott, but – Quick story. What was that like being on SVP Late Night?
1: Uh it was it was good, but obviously the yeah, you know, I'd rather not be on there because we were talking about the George Floyd stuff and you know just what we we're going through, you know, as a country. So that part sucked. Honestly, I just didn't really like. You know, I, I don't mind talking about that stuff, but I just want to. I want to see more action. I want to, you know, and to be a vocal person about that. That's not what I want to be. I don't want to see and talk about what we should, shouldn't do. I, you know, I feel like there's enough good people. So it was very interesting. He asked some great questions. Um, but, you know, I've been fortunate enough to know him on a personal level and be a friend. So it was just like we are just shooting the stuff about what we thought about what was going on in the world.
0: Well, big thanks to Luke Rockhold for joining us this episode. For Harold Varner, I'm George Savarikis. Till next week, ripping it over and out.